What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. We got another great podcast for you today. We've had a lot of questions about, you know, transaction coordinators. What are they? How do they help realtors out? So, I decided to bring my transaction coordinator, April Beret. April, want to say hi? Hi. So April is going to help us, you know, explain exactly what transaction coordinators do and why they're beneficial to you as a buyer or a mm -hmm. seller in a transaction and making it as smooth as possible. So we have a list of about seven, eight questions that we're going to ask. And then afterwards, we'll have April give, give us one of her craziest real estate stories. So uh, with that said, let's go into the first question. What is a transaction coordinator, April? Great question. A TC helps a realtor manage their real estate paperwork, such as the contracts, the disclosures, and they ensure that they're fully executed and dated and mm -hmm. that they are in compliance with their brokerage and uh, the DRE. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it really helps us out as realtors. Trust me, you want to make sure that you have everything done accordingly, because if not, you can get in really big trouble. And just one thing to point out, I know it might be a little obvious, but just to make sure TC does stand for transaction coordinator. So we might interchange that throughout the podcast. So just want to make sure you guys know that. Um, next, next question, April would be, what are the top five benefits of hiring a transaction coordinator? Well, a TC will definitely help your business go to the next level. Mm -hmm. Uh, my goal is to help free up your time so you can continue to focus on generating more business mm -hmm. and allow me to help you manage your escrow. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of other, um, uh, benefits to having a TC is that we're your advocate. So in the event that there's an uncertainty with perhaps maybe the timelines or the contractual terms, um, we're here to support you and ensure that uh, your you and your client are well taken care of. And I think one thing too to mention, um, this is maybe like an extra benefit, but I think uh, you can speak to this April is you may have a relationship being in the business for so long as a TC with the listing agent, right? Mm -hmm. So that could help or vice versa with the other side, the other party involved, right? So that could help through the transaction of if things get a little bit rocky, they know how you work, you, um, you know how they work and maybe make things a little bit smoother. Definitely, definitely have been called to that um, on several escrows. Awesome, yeah, that definitely helps. Yeah, and it's always, if you have that in with the listing agent, that's always a benefit to you as a buyer because now you're able to get a home and maybe a better deal or even just get into the home in general. Mm -hmm. uh, so another question I have, and maybe this is for realtors. Should you hire the in-house transaction coordinator or should you seek someone that's you know outs outside of the brokerage? Well, that is a great question. And I think as a realtor, you need to know what it is that you need um, in a TC. My service uh, definitely goes outside the normal scope of an in-house TC. And I know this because I was an in-house TC for about seven years before I started my business. So my service uh, definitely is um, making myself available after normal business hours um, and on weekends. Also having the liberty to speak directly to your clients because I am a licensed realtor. So I do have the um, ability to go over the contracts or disclosures and answer any questions that they may have. Yeah. And I would say that's a huge benefit. Super if you huge, have yeah. a transaction coordinator that also has their real estate license, they have 
so much more uh, that they can provide to a realtor and to the transaction and to your clients. So I think that's a extra benefit to have something to seek out for if you're a realtor looking for the right TC that you want someone a little bit more hands on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And to go into the next question is where would you find a transaction coordinator? Of course, we're assuming this isn't the one in-house, right? So if you were to find right. an independent transaction coordinator. I would ask your colleagues. Yeah. I would find out who they're working with and why they like them. Definitely. And what is it that you don't like about them as well. Mm-hmm. And then interview that TC. Nice. And make sure that they're the right match for yes. you. And mm-hmm. uh, check their Google reviews. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So don't just Very take big. that one realtor, that one colleague's word. Um, also make sure that they have reviews. And don't be afraid to ask them for reviews or referrals. Yes, exactly. absolutely. That's very similar to the podcast that Angel and I created when it came to finding the right realtor, finding the right lender. Make sure to look at the reviews. Make sure to ask for recommendations. Make sure to seek potential I guess, realtors instead of clients that are similar to what you are so that they'll be a good match with you as well. So very, very similar in that way. Um, April, so what's like the five most important things that you should be looking for in a TC? Definitely, you need them to be driven Mm -hmm. and self-motivated. Somebody with a positive can-do attitude is important. Mm -hmm. And uh leadership skills you cannot be towing this escrow all on your own (laughs) you know having a strong tc to help make sure that things are getting done in the event that you're not able because you're out showing properties yes um so having a tc with strong leadership skills somebody that has high integrity we Mm -hmm. are dealing with uh million dollar transactions nowadays that's Mm -hmm. the average home price so somebody that is working with a high integrity and um looking out for their agent's best interest. Um, And I would say those would be the top five. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those are really important, especially uh, the integrity. And like you mentioned before, the leadership, being able to take that initiative when, you know, realtors, we can be extremely busy at times. If we're, you know, out showing property and aren't able to get to our, our computer and there's a timeline for you to take that initiative and be able to send out those documents and get everything done yeah. in an orderly fashion. So yes, hundred percent agree with that. And then how do you get the best out of your TC as an agent? Great question. Um, clear communication mm-hmm. um, is extremely important in any mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So letting your TC know your needs and your wants is a good starting Definitely. point. Um, Positive affirmation, um, knowing that it's not just you in it alone, making sure that uh, you both know that this is a a team, a team effort. Exactly. And I I think one thing um, that I know you've you've shared with me personally, um, and I'm sure a lot of TCs deal with it, is they kind of some realtors just they don't appreciate their TC enough. Mm -hmm. Right. And um you know, a business doesn't go unless the whole team is on the same page. And you definitely, as a realtor, I think, you know, rather it's in-house TC, you know, you, you hire out your own TC. It's very important to be grateful and thankful for them because, again, how April said, um, they're an extension of your business. And not only that, but they allow you to grow your business. And that's what's most important. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to piggyback off of that, uh, I think, you know, one of the ways that you can 
really get more out of your TC. And this is something that April and our team do is we create group chats and in every group chat we have with our clients, we include April in the, uh, in our group chats and she steps in there and like messages, gets all the disclosure signed, a lot of the paperwork done. And it's very transparent. We're all on the same page because it's done via a group chat. So that's one of the very important ways that, you know, we try to keep communication clear, try to keep it concise. And again, Although April isn't part of the Lovanos Group real estate team, like she is an extension of our team, right? So in picking the right TC and her workmanship, like how well she works represents us because we decided to choose her as our TC. So you want to make sure that you are choosing someone that you can trust, someone mm -hmm. that works with integrity, someone that has that work ethic yeah. and is always going to be, you know, organized and get everything done in an orderly fashion. So... I guess the next question I have, how much does it cost to have a transaction coordinator and who pays for it? Great question. So I offer three tiers, mm -hmm. three different packages, and that's based off of the agent's needs and wants. So I let them decide what it is that they feel that they're going to need in this particular transaction. Mm -hmm. um, who pays for that? Again, that is, I leave that up to the real realtor. Mm -hmm. Many times they do charge their clients, um, but some agents pay for it themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's flexible. Yes. You can charge your client. It can get paid through escrow mm -hmm. or the realtor can um, assume the responsibility. Yes. And, and one thing to mention too, for any clients that are listening, it does benefit you too, right? Having mm -hmm. a TC. So it's not like you're just paying the realtor's expense so they can go do other things. Um, you know, April will be able to go over these disclosures and explain them or any TC probably better than Anthony can, mm -hmm. um, which will benefit you guys, right? And make the process more clear and precise. So this is something to mention. Um, and then lastly, you've been in the business for such a long time, been doing TC for a very, very long time. I'm sure you have a lot of stories. So if you can just share one, maybe a TC let's, story. Let's hear it. Let's I'll be honest. It. That was a tough one because I have a lot. Um, <laughs> No, wait, let's 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 uh let's circle back real quick um you've been a tc now running bray transaction coordinators for about eight, eight years. years how many transactions would you said you've been a part of in those eight years i tc about 300 transactions a year okay so okay. so well over a thousand maybe even yes. over two thousand transactions over two, you've been yes. a part of so, so you have you have a lot of stories lot within of those stories, 2000 transactions. Definitely a lot of stories. Um, I think my favorite one that I like to share is um, anything that has to do with the contingency removal. Okay. We are all taught don't remove contingencies. Of course. Don't remove contingencies. In this situation, all parties thought it was okay to remove the contingency. The buyer signed loan docs wire uh they wired their closing funds into escrow mm -hmm. they removed all contingencies prior to recording the day that we were set to record we found that there was a lien on the property now the seller thought that they were clever and they were wanting to keep the buyer's earnest money deposit mm -hmm. but realtors know your contracts it's really important just because you removed that contingency does not mean that the seller's entitled to that money when there was an unexpected lien that appeared mm -hmm. the day before that it was 
supposed to close. It yeah. was supposed to close. Mm-hmm. So the buyers have rights. Um, so that is one of my favorite stories because it emphasizes the importance of an agent knowing um, their contract. Wow. So the agent was able to find that verbiage in the contract and present that to the to listing this, agent mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know what? According to this code in the residential purchase agreement. Yes. We're entitled to receive our earnest money deposit back, right. regardless of signing off our loan inspection and appraisal contingencies. Yes. Did this, um, cause I know this could happen guys, anyone who doesn't know when, um, they don't want to give your earnest money deposit, you can go to court. Right. So mm-hmm. did that, in that case, did that have to go to court? It did not have to go to court. However, I have seen, um, cases where they've gone to court yeah. and the truth is you have to present a very so- strong solid case in order to keep the buyer's earnest money deposit of course yeah, yeah. um so it's not as easy as mm-hmm. just signing the removal of all contingencies yeah yeah which actually uh, you know i think april had just gave us our idea for not not next week's podcast but maybe two weeks we had to do a contingency podcast we're going to break down all the real estate oh. contingencies Maybe we'll have you again. I would love it. Maybe. I'd love yeah, it. Because you know the contract the better. There we go. You know the contract better than everybody else. Exactly. For everyone that doesn't know, April, like, every single night before she goes to bed, she just reads the RPA. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. you don't even know on the side of my desk, not only do I have a copy of the RPA, but I also have a copy of the PDF mm-hmm. that Gov Hutchinson, yes. yeah. our legal department, mm-hmm. Um, for realtors, mm-hmm. I have that, and yeah. I refer to it all the time. Yeah, um, awesome. I read it all the time. Nice. I think that's where my strength comes mm-hmm. to helping my benefits. Of yeah, yeah. Everybody. RPA, by the way, I know we've been saying that word a lot. Residential purchase agreement. Whenever you purchase a property in real estate, you use a residential purchase agreement. It's that long contract. Was it twelve pages? How, Sixteen. Sixteen pages now. Yeah. <laughs> that it has so much verbiage that you should really understand um, before you you submit an offer. So, yeah. That's By the way, if you work with the TC, we do speak in acronyms. So yeah. we will use the acronym for all of the contracts and the disclosures. So that's why I say RPA uh-huh. um, because that's what we I'm should. accustomed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so April, before we wrap it up. Let's just talk a little bit about like your story. Like, why are you a TC? You know, what do you get out of it? What are your plans for the future? Why am I a TC? Yeah. Well, I was an in-house TC for seven years and I definitely saw a benefit to the service that I'm providing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not just your average TC that mm-hmm. audits your files, make sure that the signatures are in place um, and that the dates are in place. I want to ensure that when an agent walks away from working on escrow with me as a TC, they learn something. They learn something new about the contract. They learn something new about the disclosures. Um, I personally invite agents to sit in Mm -hmm. on an appointment with me so they can hear how I explain Mm -hmm. not only the disclosures and contracts, but also the escrow instructions. Mm -hmm. I want to ensure them. So I invite them, come in. Mm-hmm. And they also um, learn something at that appointment. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that maybe a statement of information with the purpose of that form is. Mm-hmm. So sitting in on my appointments, they get to learn something. And, and that's the benefit and the joy that I get out of being a TC. But my ultimate goal is really to get into mentoring, um, coaching, and training. Mm-hmm. This is why I am mastering the contracts and the disclosures because... 
a lot of brokerages um, don't offer that support or it's maybe that they don't offer it. It's just they have so many agents and mm -hmm. there might be only one or two person mm -hmm. that can give that, you know, 80 agents of support. That's a lot. Yeah. So um, I as a TC come in and I'm able to offer the same support. So um, and, and I think one thing too to mention, we had the question earlier, should you hire in-house? Should you hire or outsource to a private um, TC? And I think that's one thing that we didn't really mention in, earlier in the podcast is that April runs her own business, right? So when you run your own business, everything's a lot more personal. You want to make sure that you're growing your business, obviously that you're making money to feed your family. Mm -hmm. When you work for a company or when you work for a brokerage, you're going to get paid no matter what, right? So um, you're not saying that all TCs are like this or and it's not the case, but they're most likely going to do a lot less than someone who um, is running their own business and mm -hmm. they want to make sure that they do well by their agents, that they're by their agents' clients so they can get referral business. And I think April's done a great job of that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so April, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on IG. You can find me on Google, uh, beret transaction coordinators.com, um, is my website and my phone number is three, two, three, two, eight, six, two, eight, two, nine. Perfect. And your Instagram handle. Beret transaction coordinators beret. at beret transaction coordinators at beret transaction coordinators. You know where to find angel at your mortgage angel, but also I want April to shout out her real estate one. Cause she's posts a little more personal stuff on there. So you can get to know April a little bit more on a, on a personal. Oh end. yes. Yeah. I am also a licensed realtor. Uh, beret sells homes. Beret sells homes. Beret sells homes. There, there it is. Well, thank you homies for joining us for this podcast. I hope this shed some light on transaction coordinators and how it benefits you as a buyer and seller. With that said, I do want to wish you all the best. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Hey homies, it's Angel from the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This podcast contains our opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as the basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.